Hello and welcome. My name is Bernard Karras and I welcome you to my Be Your Own Manager podcast, a career podcast for classical musicians. Today I took a couple of questions from Instagram and um, I'll specifically actually talk a bit for conductors but also generally for musicians how to start your career and I hope you enjoy that. I also would like to invite you once more, but more in the, about that later on, to the cold sales and acquisition workshop online, which Marie-Louise Dingler of the Twilins does. If you like that podcast, you can support it on my Patreon page, patreon.com slash bernhardcaris. And if you do so, actually, you get a rebate for online workshops and the book and so on, and a lot of other benefits. So do look it up. It might be helpful to you, I hope. Nevertheless, in any case, do share that podcast with your colleagues and friends. I hope they benefit from it and do reach out to me. But that's enough for an introduction today. Let's get into it. Yesterday, we put questions out on Instagram about what are the most burning career questions for our followers. And there was a conductor asking us the question saying how do you actually start a career as a conductor and how do you go about it and i thought that's a pretty good question and i want to take that up today because it's a question which is not only relevant actually for conductors but there are many lessons to be learned also for other musicians so even if you're not a conductor you might want to listen to that for many musicians at the beginning of their careers, one of the really important issues is to build up repertoire. And building up repertoire, I mean not only building up standard repertoire of Mozart, Beethoven, Schubert, Haydn, and you name it, but actually also find repertoire which you specifically like, which is unique to you and where you feel a deep connection to. And building up repertoire actually starts with listening to repertoire best done live. I'm sometimes amazed how little young musicians and especially students go to concerts. I tell the story that when I was the CEO and artistic director of the Vienna Concert House, not once the student association of either of the music universities in Vienna would come up to me and say, could we have a deal to make sure that more of us can go to concerts? That didn't happen. And I find that extremely unfortunate. I think listening to live music is the start of building up repertoire because it's the only way how and where you can learn about music which you have never thought about and you can hear it live. Yes, there's a lot of music out there on Spotify, Nexus, Apple Music, and so on. And it's a great research tool, but listening live is still a difference. So the first step I would suggest is go to as many performances of opera concerts, recitals as you can. And go to anyone, go to the big stars as well as to your colleagues or people who are younger and less experienced than you. Only then you will understand what good repertoire is and what you might find interesting and what not. The second step is certainly to start performing repertoire. And that's 
tough. Yes, for musicians and instrumentalists and singers and so on, it's probably a step easier because you can always play a recital somewhere, you can go to your local church, to your local town hall, to your local music association and say, I would like to perform this and that, and they often might have you. For musicians, for conductors, that's actually much more difficult because for conductors, very early on is about actually conducting an orchestra or an ensemble. And that's not easy. There are two or three ways I want to point out for conductors how that might work. And one which I've seen actually pretty regularly is um, working with amateur orchestras. Many towns have amateur orchestras and some of them are actually pretty good, pretty amazing. Some of them are so-so. Working with amateur orchestras is tough because yes, you cannot expect the high quality you would expect from a professional orchestra, but it gives you the opportunity to work in details with an orchestra which form your hearing, which form your listening skills and which also enable you to learn about what to focus on and what to leave. So amateur orchestras and Marta Gadolinska, who is now associate um, conductor with the Bonar Symphony, for example, started her career with an amateur orchestra back here in Vienna. Another option is to build up your own ensemble. And a lot of conductors have done that and it might be small ensembles or bigger ensembles. And actually, Back in the days when I was still studying, I built up my own opera company, not actually to sing myself, but because I believe that opera is undervalued and there's so much great repertoire for small operas and chamber operas that I thought, let's do that. And it was a great opportunity for young singers as well as for young conductors and stage directors to come up with something. And for me, it was great to put that on. It was not easy yeah, for none of us. But the experience was absolutely amazing. So building up your own ensemble is a way. And yes, also working with youth orchestras is actually another way. So three ways of how you could do that. For conductors, the listening skills actually go a step further is becoming assistant to a conductor you appreciate. And yes, unfortunately, Many assistants, assistant uh, positions are not paid for. Some are actually, especially in the UK or sometimes in North America, you have paid for assistant conductor positions um, which are specifically there for young conductors. So have a look at that. But if you can't get there, you should actually walk up to the conductors you really admire and look at their schedule on what's coming up. And if there is a work, a piece of work coming up, they're conducting with an orchestra or an opera coming up somewhere which you really enjoy and which you would love to work on. Go up to them and don't be afraid to ask saying, you know, Maestro, I would love to assist you in that production. Would that at all be possible? And you would be surprised of how many young conductors I know who have successfully done that and then actually worked with amazing conductors, some of the most world famous conductors. And 
they sometimes value actually they also know how tough it is to start so they value if somebody is coming up and asking them yeah and i don't think it's enough to just ask them saying oh could i be an assistant to you in your next production but go there specifically for a reason know their calendar know what they are doing know why you would ask to be an assistant for that or that production because it's a piece of work you really want to study you want to get close to and so on Another point I want to make actually for conductors specifically, but also for instrumentalists, is work with singers. Why? Because music is so much about singing, about breathing, about pulse, about the natural way of how music comes out. And actually, go back to Beethoven letters and notebooks, he will actually tell you exactly that. You need to be able, as a pianist, as a violinist, as a conductor, to sing. So working with singers is sometimes really tough, but it is an amazing opportunity to learn about greater music making, about lively music making, and a very natural way of music making. You learn about breathing, you learn about the arc in a phrase, you learn about phrasing itself, you learn about the pulse. So do that, and yes, that sometimes might mean that you have to practice your piano. Um, and I know that not all conductors can play the piano. Um, sometimes it's a real benefit. And if you play the piano well, one of the rules is actually to go through opera houses who are always looking for pianists, for working with the singers and studying operas with them. And even though it's not the ideal world, but it gives you the opportunity to study a lot of opera and to learn it really, really well. So, summing up, first one is really listening as much as you can. Listening to live music as much as you can. The second thing is try to find opportunities to perform for any musician, that's really important. And be it with amateurs, with youth orchestras, with orchestras in small towns, with small ensembles, with ensembles you build up yourself, it doesn't matter, perform as much as you can. Thirdly, try to work with people who've made a bigger career already, and it doesn't need to be the big, big, big stars. Often you learn actually more from people who are still sometimes struggling their way through something. So learn from these people, spend time with them. I hope that helps and I hope that answers the question. And if you have more questions, do not hesitate to reach out. It's fantastic actually to get them. And if I didn't get to your question today, I'll make sure I'll do that in the not too distant future. Selling yourself is tough. And there is no one better than Marie-Louise Dingler from the Twilins talking about cold calling and selling. Marie-Louise is not only an excellent violinist, but she does a lot of the sales work for the Twilins, which is a pretty established violin duo ensemble based in Germany. And she does so in an online workshop on May the 20th. And you can sign up to that workshop on hellostage.com. You'll find there our store or on beyourownmanager.com. you find also information there on the workshop itself. 
it costs a bit of money and if you support that podcast or our podcast you actually get between 10 and 20 percent um, of a discount so it might be worth your while to support that podcast as well but really learn from the people who know to sell who know to overcome the inner kind of uneasiness of calling somebody up Marie Louise knows all about that and in the online workshop you will have actually the the ability and the options to even ask her questions and get in a discussion with her these online workshops are normally really great so do not hesitate to sign up now for that that was it for today thanks so much for listening my name is Bernhard Karras it was a pleasure having you and can I remind you once more if you like that podcast please do share it with others on social media and so on and if you have any questions do not hesitate to reach out and if i didn't answer your questions today please forgive me i'll come back to you pretty soon thanks so much bye bye have a great week